Hello, I'm Pamela Davis. Welcome to episode 75 of the Well Done Life podcast. Hello, and welcome back to episode 75 of the Well Done Life podcast. I'm your host, Pamela Davis. If you're new here, hey, welcome. You're right on time. This is my 75th episode. I'm so excited that you're here with me. (laughs) And if you've been here before, welcome back. I'm so glad you came back for our 75th episode. Can you tell that I'm excited about this being 75? But enough of that. We'll talk about that in a moment. I'm just so glad that you're here. You're still rocking with me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Your support means everything to me. Um, Before we kind of dive into this week's episode and I explain my excitement about 75, (laughs) I like to make sure that I start with housekeeping. I mean, that's so important. We wanna make sure that we're setting the intention so that you know why you're here. Um, We're building a house, as what I always like to say. We're building a foundation and our foundation is rooted in clarity and love. So for clarity, I want to make sure you understand the Well Done Life podcast is about us being a safe space for women. Um, This is a safe space that I created because personally, I believe that women are the foundation of our society and that a lot of times we are so focused on taking care of other people that we're not taking care of ourselves and we're not learning and growing. We're not talking to each other. We're not sharing our experiences because I personally believe that there are no experts at this thing called life. I think we all can kind of agree at this point, nobody knows it all. And I think we all need to talk a little more, share some of our experiences so that we can possibly help someone not make the mistakes that we've made or that they can, we can help somebody feel supported who may be going through some things. Because I think collectively, we've probably all experienced a number of things that if we just sat down and talked about would help us realize that our differences are not as different as we think and that there is so much strength in the power of women. So welcome to the Well Done Life. And I, I'm so glad that you're here on the journey with me. So we got clarity out of the way. Um, I like to make sure now we kind of go into love and love is always going to be the root of everything that we do here. And when I like to make sure that I started out with love, I like to make sure that I'm sending each of you prayers. My prayers for you this week are definitely of gentleness. Be gentle to yourself and to other people. I'm also wishing you prayers of health. I mean, it is very serious out here, Delta, and it's not, I'm not talking about the airline, is definitely uh, very strong in certain areas in my area here in Florida. So I want you to be very, taking very good care of yourself, being diligent, being smart, making sure that you're protecting yourselves. And also I'm wishing you prayers of peace and I'm wishing you prayers of prosperity And I'm wishing you lots and lots of love because I definitely think a lot of us need it. And kind of going back a little bit uh, to the Delta variant and everything going on with the Panini, the pandemic, um, but I like to call it Panini Panorama. I feel like at this point, it's just any P word, but it's definitely right now the Panini for me tonight. Um, 
I really want to make sure that I send prayers out to the frontline workers, the doctors and the nurses out there. They're on the front lines because the hospitals are getting fuller and a lot of people unfortunately are being affected by this Delta variant of COVID. And we really have to just give them all praise and reference because those people, those nurses, those doctors, those hospital workers, they're putting their life on the line to save someone's life every day. And it is just so grateful to them. Um, I've had friends who have been impacted by COVID. I think we all have. So we really have to thank God that we had resources, that they had access to resources that they could survive. And for those people who have lost people to COVID, my prayers go out to you too, because loss is nothing to play with, especially in circumstances like this. So I'm definitely sending you prayers and I hope that you're not triggered by the rise in cases again. The only thing that I can hope is that we all do what we need to do to protect each other, to protect ourselves. I'm not getting back on my soapbox again. Y'all know my stance about what I did for me. I'm just asking at least be considerate of other people when you're out here. I, I would love for, to be traveling again. I know some people are traveling and enjoying their lives and doing all the things that they were doing before this. I don't begrudge you that. But I definitely think that it's just important that we all try to be considerate of each other because on we're at this point now where it's not like we are not going to possibly impact each other. Each of us has a role to play, I think, in this. And it is, we have to, we have to be considerate of how we move around other people because you just don't know what can happen. So just be careful, be cautious. Have fun, enjoy your life, but just definitely try to be careful and be cautious. And if you're a parent and your children are getting ready to go back to school, I definitely send extra prayers to you and extra prayers to your children as well for health and a wonderful school year. I know it's a tough decision, lots of decisions being made there. And I would not even glean to understand what it is because I do not have children myself, but I definitely know that, you know, it, it's not easy and you're just doing the best that you can for your children. And I think that that's enough. And I, I send you prayers, truly. So that's really, like I said, that's how we like to housekeep it out. I want to make sure I'm giving you clarity and love. I'm very excited about this week's episode. I'm sure you all heard my extra enunciation of 75. As I'm sitting here, it is uh, Wednesday night, um, 1048, and it is on August the 4th. I'm recording a little early this week because I have a very special guest that I'm very excited about sharing with you. And as I was sitting here and getting ready to get everything kind of set up, I'm like, oh my goodness, it is my 75th episode. And so um, I am one of those signs, numbers, wonders, waist bead wearing kind of chicks. And 77 is my favorite number. So of course, anything associated with it, I definitely take very seriously. So I do have to look up what the intention of this number is. I will, I will make sure I talk about the specialness of this number, but I want to thank you for being here with me to celebrate 75, I, I do, I value every episode and just being able to say that we've made it this far, that we are rocking together. I love you deep and I appreciate you all celebrating this milestone with me. So I wanna make sure I, I, I thank you again and I document this moment as uh, an accomplishment. I feel an accomplished 
I feel accomplished and I'm very excited. So thank you. And we'll talk about that more probably in another episode. But this week, like I said, I'm very excited because I have connected with a wonderful person and her name is Rebecca Jean-Baptiste and I cannot wait to bring her to you. And I, she is definitely going to be able to talk about her journey to an extraordinary life and how she can help make your life extraordinary. Um, Before we kind of dive in and I bring Rebecca in, I definitely also wanna make sure that if you haven't checked out, I do recommend uh, last week's episode, episode 74. I've got, I've got time today for you to check out and listen. I did get a little bit of feedback and everybody's like, wow, you had time today. I've never heard anyone shadily (laughs) or it was like a nice shade of how you can kind of get somebody together. And I want to say, you know, I think it's important that, you know, you do, you know how to gather people. I think you have to. Um, It's a part of being able to live a a well-done life. You have to be honest when people violate your boundaries and you have to be able to articulate your feelings. Again, as women, we are always so focused on trying to make people feel comfortable, but a lot of times they feel entirely too comfortable in certain situations and they violate our boundaries and we just smile and let it go versus correcting it immediately. But it is an art form, um, I think, and not saying that I've completely mastered it because, hey, I can go from zero to 100 real quick, just like anyone else. But as I have learned and matured, thank goodness on this intentional life journey, I have found the importance of being able to wield it without the zero to 100. And maybe now I go from zero to 20. So I definitely wanted to make sure I shared some of the things that I have learned on this journey and hopefully encourage and empower some of you to feel comfortable gathering people when they need to be gathered and put together in their place so that your boundaries can be respected and you can feel more comfortable moving through. Because like I said, that's an essential part of life. You have to be able to clearly articulate what your expectations are in order to be able to manifest that type of behavior. So I'll make sure I link episode 74 in the show notes for you. um, So that way you can check it out if you haven't. But like I said, I want to make sure that I give you plenty of time to connect with Rebecca. So I'm going to bring her in in five, four, three, two, one. Hello world. How's everyone doing? <laughs> um, my name is Rebecca Javatis and um, I am here in the Tampa Bay, Florida area. And um, I am so happy to be here with Pamela. Thank you so much for having me. And I look my forward friend. to this uh, chat that we're about to have here. Well, I'm really excited about having you here. Um, we kind of connected, obviously, through the socials, how I think most of us are all connecting nowadays, which is kind of a trip, but I think our new normal. Um, I know when we connected, and I did a little research, because I always like to check out my guests before they come, I noticed that uh, you have in a business called You Are Extraordinary. So I would love to make sure we talk about that, because just the name alone totally sold me. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself with that and how you kind of got started? Yeah. So, uh, you are extraordinary. Um, 
um, at first it wasn't called that it was called extraordinary life coaching. And then I revamped it a couple of years ago just to, um, edify the business name. Now, Mm -hmm. the way I came up with the name is pretty much like a testimony. Um, most people who start businesses, uh, they start businesses because they have a skill or they've been through something and they want to help people through it. Now, um, the you are extraordinary was more for towards me because I have gone through a lot of things in life, just like everyone else in this life journey. And my reason of calling it that is to help people build extraordinary lives with everything in productivity, task management, setting goals for yourself. Um, because I feel like a lot of people, need to do these things and need to establish these things in their lives. And, um, your extraordinary is just a way to pretty much guide you through that. You are extraordinary and you are created with amazing goodness. And, um, that's how the name came about. I love it. Um, what made you decide that you wanted to become a life coach? Uh, it started many years ago. Um, <laughs> my image probably doesn't show it um, because I don't age um, like some people do. But in my early 20s, I came across um, this show and um, I just loved everything about it. The whole idea of helping people through things that they were stuck in in life and um, letting and helping them overcome through it. Now, with that said, I looked into coaching and there was nothing really out there. This is like the early 2000s. Um, now, coaching is everywhere. It's, 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 it's a little, um, it's, 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 it's very easy to find coaching everywhere right. you go. So um, I decided to become a coach because I've noticed that there's a lot of people struggling with setting boundaries, um, setting aside time for themselves. Um, just going through journeys. And um, I felt like God called me to do this, especially with the gift of exhortation. I knew that he wanted me to do this. Um, It's been a rock hard journey for me, but um, with a lot of hips and, and um, a lot of challenges, I've gone through it and I'm doing it right now. I'm helping people around the world with creating extraordinary lives with uh, my, my expertise of life coaching. I love it. And I agree with you. I think um, a lot of us, we all are. That's one of the tenets of the world on life, you know, being able to share our stories. I think our stories are what make us who we are as people. So you're right. We're all trying to figure out how to live our well done life or our extraordinary lives. And it sounds like, um, cause you don't, you don't age. You're right. You look very youthful. I know, you know, your melanin <laughs> is definitely shining from, I, I'm sorry, everybody, you can't see, but I can see. So yes, I totally understand. Cause I'm one of those well-preserved ladies myself. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it sounds like you've been on the journey for a while. So with that, what is one thing that you learned on this journey that has kind of stuck with you as you have evolved and grown in your business? Yeah. One thing I've learned is, um, people are different. I'm just connecting with different people. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, you can have someone that's the same age as somebody else, but they're in a whole level, you know, their levels are not the same. Um, so I had to learn to, um, just pivot through certain personalities. Um, 
And it's, it's actually fun. It's actually really fun to see how people operate, um, and how they, um, conversate with you. Um, mm-hmm. and I've, I've learned to actually be relaxed and I can talk to anybody. Um, it's kind of weird to say, but I've even been told that before you're just so easy going, easy to talk to. So through this journey of coaching, I've learned to just keep myself comfortable with any conversation of a person because not everyone's going to have the same beliefs as you as, um, you know, especially we're going through this thing called, um, life journey. Um, everyone's going through their own, um, hops and, um, things like that. So, um, I can say that's one thing I've learned, uh, through the journey is not everyone's the same uh, for sure. And, um, just learning to be patient. Um, there's a, whew, let me tell you, there's some people, <laughs> some people really, um, had to, yeah, they're, let's just put it that way. Like I had to learn to be patient with some people. Um, and as a, a business owner, I've even learned that sometimes you're not able to serve everyone. Um, so I just, I'm not able to serve everybody. So, so there's people, mm-hmm. um, where I had to build the rapport, I I just told them, I'm sorry, but I don't think we would match up. So those are some of the things I had to learn. Wow. Uh, And that's kind of tough because I'm sure as a coach, you know, you, like you said, you want to try to help as many people as you can, but just understanding that everybody is not going to be able to be on that journey with you when you're not going to be on the, be able to be on their journey, excuse me, that is very powerful. Um, What do you do? If you don't mind me asking, what do you do to keep yourself feeling extraordinary? (laughs) um I had to learn this okay Um, in my early 20s I did not know how to keep myself extraordinary um but as I aged I want to say it started like in my late 20s I know I'm Mm -hmm. giving my age here Um, (laughs) um I just learned that every single day I need to find something that brings me joy Mm -hmm. um just something something that's going to bring some type of peace in my heart, some type of joy. I feel like we're just running around and (laughs) going after the coin. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. and we just forget about ourselves. Um, we don't set that good boundary. And that's one of the things that I, I teach, um, I, I teach about setting good boundaries. Um, I feel like people are not setting good boundaries on, but yeah, just finding some area throughout the day to bring some joy bring some type of peace and clarity within me. And, and that I think is very aspirational. I've talked about it too, because I kind of feel the same way. I think you have to find at least a, a pocket of something every day that brings you joy. So I like to dance in the morning or do other things. It's just, that's my, you know, my joy time. But I also know, like you mentioned, it's hard when you're trying to navigate the world and balancing life. Like I, I'm not a mom, but I know you're a mom. So as a busy mom and and entrepreneur and life coach, you know, what do you do to hold yourself accountable for fitting it in? Because it's easy to let it go to me, you know, because you get overwhelmed. How do you prioritize fitting it in? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a wife. I'm a mother of four. I own a business. Oh yeah. You got to talk about that. You are all those things. I got, I'm all those things. Yeah. So I, I, I'm actually a new mom again. I just had a baby this year. Um, uh, thank you. So, 
um, how do I do it all? It's, 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 a, it's a long thing to chew, but let's try to summarize it. Every, every day that I wake up, I put time for me first. I have to put time for me first. Um, you know, when they say if mama's not happy, no one's happy. That's actually true. If there's, yeah. if there's, if there's not, I know some people think that, Oh, you know, that's not true. It is true. I feel like when the woman, the woman in the household, the queen, whatever you want to call her, if she is not stably sound within her mind, mm-hmm. everybody else is chaotic. Um, and I look at it this way. If I'm feeling sick, how am I supposed to care for you? You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Um, so um, that's how I do it when I start off my day. And now with having little ones, and then I have one that's actually going into middle school, um, my, my children are old enough to know that mommy needs some time. Um, obviously the baby does not know that, you know, but that's when you, you know, when they say it takes a village to raise a child, you have to go seek that village. You, um, you know, I thank God my husband's very helpful. Um, I know some women are not fortunate with that, but my husband is extremely helpful. So not just with him, but my village, I, I, if I need some help, if I need some time away from the baby, I do seek that time away. I, I need to do it. And if I don't do it, I'm actually being a disservice for myself, you know, because if I'm being right. a disservice for myself, I'm not going to be able to serve my family in an extraordinary way. So, um, but yeah, that's how I do it. That's some of it. Um, <laughs> if oh, I go, no. Yeah, that's some of it. I, if I go into great detail, it's going to be like, uh, you know. No, I was going to say that's pretty powerful. Just the fact that you allow yourself to do it because I think for a lot of us, and I, I don't have children, but I, I have my mom and my sister, um, taking care of them and taking care of your children and taking care of everybody else, nine times out of 10 is more of the priority than we are. And you're right. I totally, I've said it before. If mama's not happy, nobody in the house is happy. But I find that when I talk to people about it and they kind of dispute it, it's more so rooted in guilt why they why they dispute it like they feel like the world is going to end if mama's not there for 20 30 minutes or a day and like you said you tap into your village what made you just learn how did you learn that habit how did you realize like okay i i can't do this because nine times out of ten a lot of people don't realize that until it just they don't realize it and you just keep trying to go and go and go until you hit the wall Right. Um, I've realized it for my first child um, and getting good mentors, people who've been married, who's been moms for a while, not know. Oh, yeah, I've been a mom for two years. I mean, like um, you've been a mom for about 10 years. Um, so my husband and I, we had really good uh, mentors in the beginning of our uh, marriage. Um, I've even learned sleep deprived is is for real when you have that infant it is is so real um when you see the moms with these new babies looking like zombies you better just tell them how they feel in um my first one she woke up so much at night um when she was first born um and we looked like zombies and i realized that if i don't take a break i'm not going to um function so when she was about maybe a toddler that's when my husband and I realized that we need to take time alone for ourselves. Um, some people mm-hmm. don't agree with us, but this is what we do every year. We take a vacation together. We take a family vacation 
I mean, obviously 2020 did not um, exist in that aspect, but Mm -hmm. um, we also do vacations separately, um, like ourselves. Like if we go with a friend or if we go alone, um, it just keeps us sane. um, And we've learned that if we don't do that, it's not going to work um, to stabilize the the household. And these um, dates are so important as well. Like I know people say, oh, I'm not we're not dating anymore. We're married. No, you still need to date your spouse. It's so important. Mm. And I was like talking to this like relation or like talk relationship, but, um, but it's so important. Um, um, that's just how we operate. Um, and I've learned that from being a first time mom, I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh yeah, I went in there and I knew it all. No, it was a learning. I'm still learning because every child has their own personality. So that's what we've done. That's helped us. I like that because to me that shows not that it is a relationship side, but that is part of living to me, the world in life. It is love. Even for those of us that are single like myself, or even in relationships, those may be new ways of thinking about how you can reinvigorate your relationship or how you go into setting a boundary with your new relationship. So I think it was a great discussion to have. Um, and I admire the fact that you, you realized that you needed to lean into your village. Because like I said, I think a lot of women, we struggle being honest with our partners and with other people when we need assistance. And a lot of times that's why you see so many people, unfortunately hit the wall because we're not leaning into that village. I know myself, I have struggled with that. When my mom first came to live with me, I was very closed off and I could not express how I was struggling. And it really, I think, led to a lot of stress. So I admire that you're able to do that. And I guess, you know, how do you encourage people to stand in their voice as a part of being extraordinary when they're working with you? How do you go about that? Yeah, so I I tell people stop suffering in silence. A lot of people are suffering in silence. Like, especially, you know, um, moms or even like women of color like they just want to look like they can do it all and run it all Mm -hmm. we uh, so I tell people we all need help in some aspect in our lives we um we we're not born knowing it all we we need help Mm -hmm. um I'm still learning about myself I'm still getting training on certain things that I want to elevate Mm -hmm. within myself um so that's what I I I help people with um when when it comes to prioritizing and having good task management um it's mm-hmm. so important i feel like that is another thing too like when it comes to just the time to put for yourself to realize that okay i'm not i'm not i'm not doing good here in this area what do i need to do to be better if you can't figure it out yourself go get the help stop suffering in silence you know what i mean so yeah um so that's that's where that comes in and that's how i've um, engaged with people and helped them in that area and i think that's important because i think whether you're a mom or an entrepreneur you still can suffer in silence because you're not utilizing your resources to be able to help you manage your time or you're not working with someone like yourself who can maybe look at all of the things that they have on their plate and kind of help them prioritize it. So I I admire that again, like you can go back and kind of, you know, weave that in together because I think a lot of people, when they think of like a coach or a business coach or a life coach, 
you're only looking at it from one side. I like how you seem to approach it from maybe like a full holistic view. Like, you know, I'm trying to help you get skills for your personal life and your professional life. <laughs> so how has that kind of been altered with uh, the panorama that we're in right now or the <laughs> pandemic, you know, try to keep it light, but how has that kind of approached uh, altered how, your approach to business and how you are working with people? Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been difficult. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it's been a cup of tea and we've just been doing it. Um, <laughs> I think the most difficult aspect was when they shut down schools. Like my children yeah. always went away for school. We never homeschooled our children. So that was a struggle. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and the whole process of just trying to find a place to work while you have little people around. Um, <laughs> and I, I think God had me go into that season because there's something that I'm actually working on right now with another group of women who are entrepreneurs where we're going to actually help. It's kind of premature to share it right now, but we're going to help people that are going through it and trying to do it when it comes to family life and business life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did help a couple of families during the pandemic with that struggle. Um, they, you know, woke up not knowing what Johnny's going to do and <laughs> trying to figure right. out some type of calendar system. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a strong believer in that. Um, I feel like we always should block time for certain things throughout the day, not just going on our emails and having the day presented to us. So right. with that said, um, yeah, that's how I went through it. It was a struggle, but we, we caved in, thank God for multiple devices and multiple rooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. And, and we had just moved last year too. So that was another struggle as well. Got pregnant Ooh. last year. Oh my gosh. It was, it was a mess. Oh, you um, had the, you had it all going on last I year. I had it all going on. So when, when they started opening up things, I took my vacation. I was like, goodbye y'all. So, um, <laughs> it, it, it just, it was just a peace of mind that I needed. Um, and my husband left too. He was like, I'm going to Universal Studios. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> that's his outlet, theme parks. So, but yeah, so, so yeah, so that's what we did. That's, that's how we went through it. Um, but we survived. Oh yeah. And I think we're all just pretty much trying to survive at this point. <laughs> you know, it's just like the up and downs of it all. Um, but I have seen where a lot more people are looking for, I think, you know, tools to help them manage their time. Because to your point, now you have a little person and you're trying to work at the exact same time. So it is kind of challenging trying to balance it all. And I don't, right now the panini doesn't seem like it's going to be letting up for a little while, (laughs) Um, even with the kids going back in school. So what's one thing that you would tell people right now that can kind of help them like change their mindset or their life around this time? You have to plan. You have to, you can't just sit there. No, like, like real talk. Some people just wake up and they just, well, we'll just figure out like, you know, Pocahontas where the wind blows. No, we need to plan it out. We need to, yes, things will happen. Life happens. You know, like we got a a whole bunch of hiccups last year. Things happen, but you still have to have a plan. Um, and get the family together, figure out something that's going to happen. If you're single, 
you still need to have a plan. Um, <laughs> I yeah. cannot stress that enough. Like uh, plan planning is not just for the family. It's for everybody. Um, you know, the word even says it, um, you need to have a plan and not just that, um, get the help, get the right help, you know, and seek help. Like mm-hmm. don't, don't sit there trying to bundle everything up because it's just going to get worse. You're just going to blow up later and people are going to try to figure out what's Mm -hmm. wrong with you. So definitely make a plan and um, get some help and the right help that you need um, to overcome whatever it is that you're going to or or whatever you're facing. Yeah, because, and and I think that that's going to be really important because like I said, I I feel like with the the Panini not kind of, going away i think we all kind of got into like this sense like okay it's calm down we're all gonna go out here have these hot girl hot women hot family summers and do all these great things you know and then now it's kind of like oops (laughs) we might have to figure out how to navigate change again but at the same time you're still trying to accomplish your goals i mean we're going into third quarter we're we're almost yeah we are in third quarter now august september october we are no Mm -hmm. yeah we're in third quarter Mm-hmm. Third quarter of 2021, and we're all trying to get things going. So I think that it is important that if you haven't made a plan, you do start looking at how to make one, um, I guess. And, and hopefully everyone receives that for yourself with that. What's one word that you would use to describe your mindset right now? My mindset right now? Um, mm-hmm. One word. Um, shift. Just shift, shift through it. (laughs) And as you're shifting, listen, as you're shifting, you're pivoting too. Like you, like, yeah, I feel like last year was a huge shift. It was like the hedgehog just passed through and it's like, whoa, (laughs) like what just happened? No, literally like what just happened here? Um, You know, all of my vacations got canceled last year. You know what I mean? Like it, it was crazy. So I feel like, we, I'm sure last year taught us that first, the government can shut you down. Second, um, your, your income or this employer you are working for is not guaranteed, Um, you know, like, and you know, you need to shift and, and even people who still have their jobs, they probably lost something or they gained too much. Um, definitely shift through it all shift. Like I, there, there might be another wave and get ready to shift over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I agree. I feel like I kind of feel the same way. I like is you, you have to be prepared for anything right now. Cause you just don't know like 2020 and 2021 is really showing us. You have no clue how it's going to be. So I love that. <laughs> um, how with all this shifting and everything like that, is there anything that you're doing special right now to keep yourself engaged? Yeah. So I, I do have an email marketing list um, just to, with my regulars, I'm on, you know, Instagram as much as I can. I've even during the 2020, you know, Facebook was just flooded with all types of craziness posts, you know? Right. So mm-hmm. I had to delete my Facebook and restart fresh. So okay. now my Facebook is geared towards just networking. Okay. Um, <laughs> so hey. I just, I, I, it's working for me. I've met people all around the world. Um, it's been mm-hmm. great. Um, I've even had 
one person that I met through Canada. She's coming to Florida. She wants to meet me. This is great. Oh, that's cool. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not feeling bad for, you know, deleting some things to elevate myself. So, um, that's how I've been mm. um, more engaged. That's how I've been able to, um, network and to get some leads. Um, and just being mindful of building a rapport with people, like a genuine, authentic, um, communication with, um, other people, like-minded people, even people who I don't have any interest in what they're going through, what they're talking about, but just to keep an open mind of what else is out there in the world. You know, I feel like sometimes we're stuck in that area and we're, we're not open-minded on other things. So I, I agree. I mean, it definitely is important. And I, you know, trying to cultivate what you're taking in so that you can, like you said, sometimes it gets kind of mired down in all the crazy and just trying to make sure that you're engaging with people with real genuineness. I think a lot of people really are looking for that, you know? Um, I I know this might be an unusual question, but I'm going to ask with everything that you have experienced over your course of being a life coach and in business, are there any regrets? Do you have anything that you would regret? Yeah. Um, I wish when I first started, I wish I got more training in the beginning, um, training Mm -hmm. on, you know, business things, um, everything business, um, how to operate things the right way. Um, I feel like just this past two years, I started doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. just to learn about business. That's one thing I do regret. I feel like if I did that from the beginning, I would have probably been in a whole nother level. If that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Um, you know, you're going into business, doing it by yourself, but then I realized you can't really do it by yourself. So, um, just to get that helping hand to understand how to operate business the right way. Wow. That's really takes a lot of foresight. Cause I think a lot of times people don't, you know, you don't think about that. You're just thinking about you're in it and you're doing, you're doing okay and getting it done. And, but to your point, you might be struggling or overwhelmed because you didn't have those resources and connections. So I like the fact that, you know, you're, you're looking at it like that would probably be my only thing that I would change. And how are you? Um, I know you said in the last two years and obviously as a life coach, um, it's constantly being engaged with other entrepreneurs and other people. How do you keep your skills sharp, you know, as you are going through? Yeah. So I, I, I like to listen to podcasts of people who are doing what I, I love um, mm-hmm. books, um, new books that are out there. Um, people who've done it. Um, I feel like sometimes in life you feel like, you know, it all, but if you just get that good mentorship, even if it's people they don't know you per se personally, mm-hmm. but you're just looking at them. You know, you're looking at their YouTube, you're looking at their, their blog posts or their books. Um, just engaging with people who have done it and mm-hmm. not saying you want to do it the way they do it, but just to get some insight of, okay, they did it this way. How can I do it the way I, that can make it good for me. Um, so um, that's what I would say with, when it comes to that. No. And I think that's good because I've talked about that before with my, with everyone too. I think it is important that you, you know, connect and look out for different resources to help you be able to grow and learn. I mean, I think that's where it all is. No one is an expert at everything. 
And so you constantly have to feed yourself. And I think that's important for people to see their life coaches and mentors that they would probably work with. You're still feeding yourself. You know, that means you're still learning, you're still growing and sharing. So I think that's very important. And I know you kind of mentioned that you've had some things coming up. I mean, how can my audience support you? What activities or events that you uh, have coming up that you can share with us? Yeah. So this one big thing that's coming up in the fall, I can't really share it. Um, okay. if, I, if I, if I do, um, I have some women they're just gonna be like what um but okay. what i can say um we will be going live on ig uh tv mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. you can find me like at rebecca pjb um on instagram okay. and also at you are extraordinary on ig as well um okay. but with the you are there's a period in between you and are extraordinary um and then also um i will be posting some things coming up um towards the end of september ish on my website rebecca pjb.com and that's actually in the works as well i'm i'm revamping that website um so if you do want to catch me i am always on instagram i'm on (laughs) facebook i'm on facebook as well but more for networking but you can find me on facebook at Rebecca Fano Jean Baptiste. Um, (laughs) it's just my maiden name and my um my married name right now so um yeah, so, but if you're really trying to catch me, Rebecca PJB on IG. <laughs> no worries. And I was going to say, I'm going to have everything in the show notes for everybody. So, y'all, if you missed it, it's okay. I got you. <laughs> All of her information <laughs> will be in the show notes. And I just have one final question then for you, my dear. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to ask it of all my guests. So what is one thing that you would want my audience to know about you that you have not already shared with us? Uh-huh. Um, I am a DIYer. <laughs> what? It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I am. No, I, I love it. I love to do DIYs. I am an HGTV fanatic. I haven't watched the show on HGTV, obviously, in like maybe in two weeks, but I actually uh-huh. just DIYed a table. I'm working Ooh. on the chairs. I DIYed my daughter's decks. I I, I love to work with my hands. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you would oh never God. think it. Yeah, I know. It's something completely opposite of what I'm <laughs> talking about yeah. today. I so love that though. So hopefully you share some of that with us because, you know, I'm not, no, I'm not a DIYer person. Mm -mm, (laughs) Not at all. However, there are probably some people in my, in the crew who love to do that. And, you know, people get, I get inspired by it, but then I'd be trying to find out how I can buy it. So let some people see what you do. Do you share that stuff? Actually, I do share that on my Rebecca PJB on IG. I share only a little bit. I'm not I'm not super on it. It's just a hobby. It's, it, and that's one of the things that bring me joy, right? Remember we talked about right. that? Um, yeah. And, it's, it, and it's, it's therapeutic as well. So <laughs> I, I love that. I, I like to, or I used to like to make cocktails um, online. Oh, cool. I don't drink as much anymore. Um, so I, ha- I used to do a video every once in a while to show it. So you have to share your talent. You yeah. hey, at least you're fixing something. I'm just trying to get you drunk. <laughs> so you know, you got to share those talents with us. So I like it. I look forward to that. And then when you are ready to talk about your other event, you'll have to come back and share that with us. Okay, so yeah, we would love to support you. Yeah, we would love to support you. So 
thank you so much for joining us today and letting us find out how extraordinary you truly are. And like I said, I'll make sure everybody, all of her information is in the show notes. So that way you can follow and we can support your journey because we all are trying to live a well done, extraordinary life. So it's the perfect marriage. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for you. having me. Oh, it was my pleasure. Rebecca, thank you again for stopping by. It was such a pleasure to speak with you. I'm going to have all of Rebecca's information in the show notes. I definitely will have her back as well when she gets to that point where she can talk about her big project. But again, we want to make sure that we are sharing information with you that's going to help you be able to balance out your busy life. We understand, believe me, we understand that you guys have a lot going on, whether you're married or single, babies, no babies, adults, parents, whatever. We're all facing lots of challenges, but we also have lots of dreams. So really, I hope that you are able to take some tips this week that will give you some things to think about on how you can balance your life out, as well as be able to realize that, you know, we're all out here just doing our best. So don't let anything stop you. There's enough resources out here if you can connect to the right people that can help show you the way and be able to achieve all the goals that you're trying to do. So I wanna say um, thank you for listening and making it this far. I hope you guys are having a wonderful weekend. I hope you have a great week next week. I'll be back next week. I have another wonderful guest that I am really excited about sharing with you. So take care of yourselves, be good to yourself, be good to each other. And I'm sending you all the best hugs, prayers, best wishes going into next week. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.